All right. Well, welcome to Grounded Sounds. Welcome to the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Abel. Great to see you, Abel. Good to see you, Jen. Sorry about last week. <laughs> I The date was on the email. The That's email okay. was opened and I was like, yeah, no problem. Tomorrow. No, it was Tuesday. We're a laid back podcast. It's my bad. I got the, your message. I was like, yeah, I'm totally good to go tomorrow. Sure. And you're like, no, we're here. <laughs> We're rolling. It's time. <laughs> Evan and I are. Going Thanks for holding to... that down, Evan. By oh, the way, sure. you guys did a great job. I listened to it yeah. on the way down. Sorry, I missed that one. Yeah, it was a good performance. It was cool. And everything. It yeah. was. It was a great one. And thank you again, Evan. Evan's been helping to book our guests um, for Grounded Sounds. A little and, bit. Yeah. A little bit. Been um, working, co-working on that together. But you have been really taking the lead the last few weeks. So yeah, just really trying to spice that. things up a little, you know. Yeah, I'll be the one doing the spicing oh. around here. <laughs> yes, Savory Spice Shop, by the way, is the are <laughs> one of our two sponsors for the show. <laughs> also, Cellar Door Music Group. Yes. I'd like to send a little shout out to those guys. That's right. Thanks for your support, Jen. That's right. Thanks for your support, Abel. You're welcome. No problem. <laughs> it's really much appreciated. Today, I talked to my marketing person, and she was like, "So what?" you do and i was like i sponsor this podcast it's great we get so many people in the shop it's just beating the doors down you should listen she yeah. should tune in i told her that she's in denver she, we do have some denver listeners you know we should do some little spice giveaways that'd be great like a little salt and pepper that'd be fantastic i okay. give away spice all the time let's brainstorm let's on do that. it we can do get some people in the studio prizes <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm into prizes i know me too we can't really take yeah. callers though but no we can't <laughs> They can email us. Yeah, they can email us. We will bring the 14th email coming up after the break. We're going to send you some free spice. Well, you know, they able. The whole thing now is social media. That's what I hear. That's what the kids are doing. Anyway, (laughs) they can hashtag us and tweet us and all that fun stuff. So we'll think about that. We'll uh, stay tuned for our spice giveaway uh, later on in the month in October. It'll be that one guy. What was his name? That was actually a fan. Oh, yes. Mike. 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 He's going to win all the spices. That's right. I, I think Mike should just have some spices just for being awesome. Yeah, he didn't buy any when he was in the shop, so what are you going to do? Mike Ray. I'm sure he's listening right now. So. Yeah, of course he is. Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. Thanks for listening. It's and, okay, Mike. I didn't buy the spices either. Yeah, nearby. I went in there and I put up a poster and I left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> hey, and also Savory Spice Shop does support local music posters. We do. We have yes. all the posters. And I want to say something on that because there are a lot of places that we go around and try to distribute to that don't always like to put posters up. Or leave and them I up. Get it, but it does. It is a good collaboration in your in your city if you um, support it's local art and like music. Literally, the absolute very least you can do. It is really like just, simple. I mean, usually you guys bring your own tape. Like you don't even, <laughs> you don't even need tape. <laughs> we do. Yeah. And I mean, I think somewhere there's usually a Speaking board or a wall. It doesn't even have to be. You can even put it in the bathrooms. Like, we will even come clean out your posters for you. Like, we will take down old ones, put up new ones. It doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't. If anything, it keeps the sun off my spice. Well, and this is what my example is, is, you know, if somebody comes and sees that Matt Stansberry poster in your window, they love Matt, they associate Spice Shop with Matt. Absolutely. Uh, bam! There's there a new go. there's a new customer, customer for you. Yeah, yeah. People, Matt's even if that's show. a subconscious thing, people yeah, associate, sure. you know, their events and their. At the very least, you can do. Like, you put a poster up in the window. I don't care. You know, it's, right? 
fine. There's a cat. It's probably still there from the show last week or two weeks ago. Yes, Willoway did have a cat poster. It was fantastic. It was a wonderful poster. People, people really like that cat. That I had people poster. peering in my bag asking about the cat in the not the, the cat in the bag. The cat in the bag. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was clever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's move forward. So wait, with let's what's talk going about guests. Week. Yeah, we have a ton of things. There's going so on much this music going on this weekend. There is. Jarvix can't even get to all of it. Because he's playing. <laughs> That's right. That's a lot of music. There's a lot of music. So let's just start. We have Jessica Gwinner in the studio. Hello. Hello, Jessica. How are you? I am doing quite well. How are you all? Doing well. Doing good. Thank you. Doing well. And we have our musical guest, Fred Hill, in the studio. Hi, Fred. Hi, Fred. Hi. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to have you. Thank you. Well, let's start with Jessica. Jessica, you and I have known each other for the last few years. We met a long time ago, had coffee, have not seen you probably since. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. Miss you. I know, I miss you. How's (laughs) life, Mama? It's doing very well, Uh, as you said, Mama. So I am new-ish mom uh, to a a year and a half Mm. year old boy. Keeps me me busy, but... Uh, not nearly as busy as uh, Gwinner Studios, so mobile recording company in Norman, and then live music on the canal, which is this weekend um, in Bricktown, and so September 29th and 30th, and uh, we're featuring, it looks like about 32 bands um, or acts total, and then we have um, lots and lots of people that come out, and uh, I'm hoping to get even more people. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been, what year are you on now, Jessica? Because you've been doing this. For- this is year eight. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot of years. So awesome. Yes. And so, um, and every year, uh, it's gotten bigger and better. We had one year, unfortunately, that totally got rained out. But this year, it looks like if the Oklahoma weather is good to us, we will be having a seventy high of 74 and gorgeous weather. Perfect. And so, that is going to be wonderful. Yep, we need it. It's yeah. been rainy all week. <laughs> We're ready Both for the days. good weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so tell us a little bit about how you started. I mean, this has been, again, eight years. Um, tell us about this festival in the early years and how it's evolved and where it is now. Yeah, no problem. So in the very beginning, uh, so my husband and I, Brian Gwenner, we enjoyed uh, just getting down to Bricktown, trying to have I don't know, a date. Uh, And as we were walking around, we noticed that a lot of the music and entertainment that was there just the weekend before seemed to be very closed in. The weekend before, there was a mayor's convention that was there. And so all the mayors all over the United States all came to Oklahoma City, and it was popping. It had musicians everywhere. It had uh, on the streets. It was just overflowing with arts. It was wonderful. And then when I finally had this date with them and I'm looking around, I go, man, I want that. Um, And so I I looked over at him and said, hey, we could totally do that. And Brian's like, oh, yeah, we'll do it in a couple of years. I go, no, I want it now. (laughs) You know, and so uh, we decided that um, we would do it uh, that year. And our very first festival um, uh, comprised of AMC students, uh, Songwriters Association of Norman, Oklahoma Blue Society, and some extraordinarily talented musicians along the way. Um, and that year, we put it on in six weeks. Wow. Um, wow. It was a one-day festival. Our only sponsor was In The Raw in Bricktown. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. And so we started that off. And then every year, it's grown. And then uh, 
and then we've kind of scaled it back some. Uh, but uh, we have some awesome sponsors as well that has been very dedicated to us. I don't know. Can I give shout outs to them? Definitely encourage that. We have Jasmine's Bourbon Street is one of our largest sponsors and they have a, um, a stage indoor and outdoor for this weekend. Uh, and then we also have the waterfront stage uh, for our full bands. And that is across from Earl's Red Palace in uh, Lower Bricktown. Uh, and then uh, Downtown Incorporated is also a awesome sponsor, as well as Tinker Federal Credit Union, which is also one of our largest sponsors. Nice. Very cool. Thanks those for all those guys. Sponsors. Yeah, and I bet it's been interesting to see how Bricktown has evolved in the last eight years. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, every year you guys have been doing this festival. Um, I'm sure the businesses have changed and locations are <laughs> have been you know different each year. And so tell us about um, some of your locations this year and who's hosting music where the music will be Mm -hmm. kind of your footprint well uh we used to have um bands also in what we used to call the green space but now that's the putt putt golf so we will not have music there sorry putt putt golf in bricktown now there is there is and laser tag and hot dogs and pizza and oh my gosh well i know nux yep nux nux uh customer uh, at the shop but i did not know there was putt putt Oh yeah, there's uh, it's Brick Obelis. Oh, I know about that place. And that is part of them. Oh, cool. So, and it seems like the vision for Bricktown has changed. I mean, I know you know those of us who live here. Bricktown is kind of like more of the touristy destination place, but like I've noticed, they're trying to make it more friendly, family friendly, and have different things to do for people who even live here to go down to, and not. You know, just club central. I mean, I know it was pretty club heavy in the past, but now it seems like there's yeah. some different. It used to activities. just be the baseball field. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, in the yeah. baseball field, and now it just seems like there's a variety of things to do, yeah, and they really sure. are encouraging you know people of all ages and demographics to come down and hang out. And that's really why we chose that spot specifically for a music festival because we want a highly entertaining, family friendly area that would be able to have awesome musicians be able to play. Cause at that time there was, there's organizations that um, do things that like I do, but at that time I didn't feel like there was as many that do it as much as we do now. Yeah. Um, and so we, we wanted to kick that off and really heavily promote not just Oklahoma um, or not just music, but Oklahoma music mm-hmm. and the originality of their music um, and be able to appreciate that. So yeah, that's what we were wanting to promote most. Absolutely. Well, and there's not, you know, other than the ACM music festival, there's really not much yeah, like this. That's what I was thinking. Town. Metro music fest is about the only one. Yeah. And, and those they started, are for, I think the year after we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, awesome. it's like right around that time. Uh, yeah. I can't remember, but yeah, I mean, that one's like specifically ACM students yep. and specifically like, you know, experience points and all yep. that, you know, it's a whole different kind of animal than, you know, actually just doing it for the sake of bringing live music into, mm-hmm. you know, for the sake of it. That's what I think is so amazing. And I've been to their festival as well. They do a great job. Yeah. And it's nice because you, I mean, this is in the fall and there's just in the summer. So you have these, you know, festivals beginning to come sprinkle into different seasons. And, I th- you know, we need yeah. that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I will never do it in the summer. It is way too hot. Festivals, <laughs> festivals in the summer are rough. Yeah, they're yeah. real rough, especially in Oklahoma. Me and Sweat do not get yeah. along. <laughs> no, it's it gets pretty hot. <laughs> well, tell us about your lineup. 
Uh, well, we have um, the full lineup is at Live Music on the Canal on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. But we have a few awesome musicians. Um, we have, uh, of course, Jarvix is playing uh, Friday night. I am. I am nice. going to be there. Where are you awesome. playing, Jarvis? Uh, I'm at Jasmo's. I'm at Sweet. the outdoor stage, 8 o'clock. Yes, sir. And then uh, Fred Hill is also playing. Fred, we're excited. Thank we're, you. Thank you. I'm playing the outdoor, outdoor uh, stage at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Okay. okay. Yeah. Great. I'll be with Tom Marshall, who is a terrific, terrific oh, yeah. sing, okay. singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then... Um, you know, so those are some on Friday, uh, but again, so Friday it starts at 6 p.m. Um, with Brad Fielder and David Wayne Burles uh, on the uh, outdoor patio at Jasmos, uh, and indoor patio is Nick Williams and Mike Hillary. But then on Saturday, like I said, we have three stages all going at once, and that starts um, actually at 11:30 with Alan Doyle, who is coming all the way from Tulsa uh, to perform, a great hip hop R&B uh, artist. Uh, and that is on the waterfront stage right across from Earl's Red Palace. Uh, and then, of course, we have uh, several acts, one, two, three, four, five, like eight acts, uh, both indoor and outdoor. So 16 total on the patio at Jasmo's and indoor. I know my math might be wrong. Oh, no, no, it's good. Okay. I'm just following. <laughs> I'm looking at these names that you've got pulled up here. I'm just kind of following along. And then also um, Emily Faith. Mm-hmm. She is actually one of our youngest uh, performers. Yeah. So, um, you know, trying to get in, bring in that next generation of mm-hmm. students as well uh, who have incredible talent that we want to showcase. Um, and then, uh, you know, Max Ridgeway Trio is a great tri- trio of jazz and blues. We have everything from hip hop to R&B to blues, jazz, uh, country, you name it, we've got it. Um, Big Hill Cullen and the Boulders is awesome. And rock, you have of course. To have yes, rock. rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even have a punk band. So, mm-hmm. yes, um, alternative punk band, I believe. That would be uh, Mojo Thief ish, but really Stone Tide. Um, is, I've been wanting to see Stone Tide. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, so we have some really, and if I didn't say your name, sorry guys, I love y'all. Uh, but we have some incredible musicians that are going to be playing. Yeah. Definitely, like, I mean, some that have been around for a good while, have a lot of experience, mm-hmm. and there's some fresh faces in there, too, I noticed. Yep. Yep. There's some some bands that I'm... You've got Sun Phaser in there. There's one that I, I know a little bit about. Um, they're <laughs> from Norman, and they're really new, but they're a lot of fun. They have a really mm-hmm. cool bass player and everything, so... Yeah, and we always appreciate hearing about events and festivals that do incorporate different genres because I think that's where, you know, Oklahoma City especially is really headed with highlighting a lot of our different genres that we have. Again, we've yeah. talked a lot about our hip-hop scene. Um, you know, we have we talked about our – we have a ska band that we, you know, worked with at West Bend. Yeah, shout out to Scabicue happening this Friday. Oh, Ooh. sweet. Scabicue 2, the second annual uh, ska gathering at 89th Street Collective. Catered by barbecue. That's hence the name Scabicue. That's right. You know, all of this, <laughs> these events are creeping up on me because I remember seeing that one, of yeah, course, Plaza Fest, live on the canal. I mean, it's. I just had to throw a shout out because you mentioned ska and it's perfect. It is. We have a lot of we great We have music three, three local ska bands that are going to be playing that. It's cool. Really exciting, yeah. I think. 
Yeah, we have a, a diverse music community, of course, as we talk about every week mm-hmm. here on Grounded Sound. So we're so glad that you are doing this, Jessica. It's it's awesome. And I know, um, again, Bricktown's a place that it's, it is conducive to a festival like this. So just so everybody knows, I know they said there's indoor stages and jazz modes. Are there other indoor stages or is that the only? Uh, well, the venue? indoor and outdoor stage. Uh-huh. So even though there's an outdoor stage at, uh, on the patio of Jasmos, uh-huh. it's under an awning. Okay. And so... Uh, make reservations as soon as possible because there's not as many seats available. Yeah. Uh, and so it's technically would be covered under the rain. So Okay. And where yeah. are the, you said there's three outdoor stages? There's, um, no, three stages total. Oh, total. Okay. One indoor so, okay. at Jasmo's, one outdoor on the patio at Jasmo's, and then across from Earl's Rib Palace um, right. on the waterfront stage for full bands. That, that's uh, also in front of the Sonic building, right? Uh, behind their business building. Behind that, yeah, behind. I think of it as in front because it's like right there on it's the in canal, front of, kind of in front of Harkins, though, isn't it? But yeah, it's over there by Harkins. Like if you were at Harkins, you could hear the music sure. coming from. Oh, you will. Just, just uh, stones throw. Oh yeah. Jessica, tell us a little bit about um, Gwinter Studios because I know that's been obviously your guys' big, um, you know, yeah. big project. Yeah. I'm not even sure years. I know what a mobile studio is. Okay. <laughs> well, essentially, um, you can go to a studio and record there. Um, or sometimes you may want to have, instead of having to play to a click track, play all together live in front of a music, uh, in, in front of people. Uh, so a live audience. So maybe you're playing at Jasmine's Bourbon Street and you want uh, to have it recorded there. Uh, we can do that. We bring out all of our equipment and record you live. So um, one of my favorite recordings was Bruce Benson at Jasmine's. We've also done um, Tanner Miller, uh, have played at Red Brick Bar back in Norman. And uh, one of my favorite parts was uh, you could hear the beer clinks and someone had accidentally nice. knocked over a beer bottle. And you can hear that in the recording. Yeah, that's great. And um, and this may sound a little narcissistic, but it's so true. But whenever somebody's like drinking heavily and they say, woo, we love you, or, you know, being sober and say, woo, we love you, um, being able to have that captured and then be when you're listening to that album later, it brings back that reminiscence of when you were there. And so as not only as a musician, because you feel the audience, you feed off of them, but you can also, as a listener, remember back to that night and remember how awesome that was. And that's what we try to capture. Yeah. Uh, we've done everything from a guy in a, with a guitar uh, in the middle of a parking lot. Um, or we've also, we did Woody Guthrie uh, Music Festival, one of their stages this past summer. Uh, or we've done a 16 jazz, uh, 16 piece jazz orchestra in Ponca City. So mm-hmm. we travel wherever you may be located and record you live. So it's like a food truck, but a recording studio. Yes. Nice. I like, I like it. it. <laughs> yeah, it's so brilliant. And like you said, you're capturing experiences really yes. is what you're doing. And so there's no better way to get that experience of somebody's performance with everything that's involved in that. And yeah. Yeah. And we do have a studio. We can do that as well in Norman. Um, and so if that's something that somebody would like to do, we, um, you know, I'm a teacher as well. So it's not my bread and butter. So if people want to just lay down a couple of tracks, they have a couple of hours each night, they have that option instead of, um, which 
I love going into the actual recording studio where it's like, okay, you have one day and you try to do whatever you can in that day. But sometimes that can be really stressful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so instead of something like that, they can come in and just lay down a couple tracks, have a drink. You know, maybe I'll flip a couple burgers or pancakes. I don't know, something. <laughs> uh, you know, here, have a muffin. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and be able to record a couple more and then, you know, call it a night. And then the next day, come on in. You know, and be able to really listen and hear and see how you want that experience to go instead of you have 10 hours and go like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, it does. It does get a little nerve wracking to be in a studio all day. So that's nice that you can kind of break, break it, it up, up and have some different options. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, how can people find you, Jessica? Where are you guys on social media and all of the above? Uh, well, we are... Everywhere you can possibly find us. I, I kind of be like Johnny Cash. I'm everywhere, man. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so we've got um, uh, Twitter, of course, and you can follow at Gwinner Studios, LTDCO, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and then also for live music on the canal. I think on Twitter we are live music on the canal because the L wouldn't fit. <laughs> so um, if you're kind of looking for us there, um, just put canal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's perfect. Well, I know a lot of our listeners will hopefully come out to Bricktown this weekend and check out all the music. And especially Fred, who's here with us tonight. Thank you for being especially here. Especially welcome, Fred. Yes, that's especially you. Yes, yes <laughs> absolutely. You're our lovely guest, and we can't wait to hear more from you. Well, thank you. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your music journey. Boy, I don't know. I've been playing music for a long time, and... Uh, uh, on and off, and, and uh, the last four or five years, I've really gotten back into it and really started writing a lot. And uh, uh, I'm a member of Swan, which she uh, mentioned earlier. Although I live in Nor in Edmond, uh, and Swan is in Norman, and uh, that's that's how I actually met Jessica. But uh, been doing a lot of uh, a lot of writing, which I really really enjoy, and and uh, playing to some audiences, and uh, it's cool. It's cool to be doing what I'm doing when I'm doing it. It's great. Sure. Yeah, I do want to oh. clarify for listeners. Swan is a Songwriters Association of Norman. Yes, yes I'm sorry. Okay, I yes. just wanted to make yeah, that. I thought that was mentioned earlier. I apologize. It, it was yes. Songwriters Association. It was mentioned, of but not as the acronym. Yes. yes. So, uh, so and the, a small plug for them is that they also meet Mon or every Tuesday for the first three weeks at Michelangelo's. Yes. In Norman. In, in oh. Norman. Okay. Yeah, which Michelangelo's is a great spot for great songwriters. Shop. Terrific wine. Mm. Awesome wine and chocolate. Yes, yeah. wine and chocolate. Wine and chocolate. Music, you can't That's go wrong. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your songwriting, Fred, and what you've been recently working on. And well, I, I, uh, I, I tend to be an emotional writer. I'm not a. I don't sit down at a desk and say, "Gee, I'm going to write all day today." I, I don't do that kind of thing. I, I, ideas pop into my head, or I, I hear something, or and I just sit down and I, I work on that. And uh, sometimes I write four or five, six songs a month. Sometimes I write one. Sometimes I write two in a day. Uh, it just depends on how it hits. And it, it's kind of all over the board for me. I feel like it is. I, it, I probably, because of my, my history and my background, m more of my music is, sounds country. Uh, but I like to think of myself as, as more generic than that. I think some of my songs are kind of bluesy. And I, I'd like to believe that I'm harder to put, that I don't fit quite in that, 
in that square hole or that round hole. That that it's a little more difficult than that. So um, I just I'm just like I say I'm just really happy to be doing what I'm doing and uh, having a lot of enjoyment doing it right now. And uh, um, it's fun playing some places. And uh, uh, I recorded it at uh, Gwinter Studios a, a CD about three or four years ago, I guess. And that's a place I'd highly recommend. It really worked out well for me. So. And what is that album called? Uh, it has no name. It has my picture on it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the album that has no name. I like it. It's like the fourth album. It just doesn't have a name. I may have to go home and actually write that on, on my album. It's the album that has no name. It's a, it's a compilation, I think, of 12 songs that I wrote uh, about, like I say, about four years ago. And uh, was told by a friend that it was very dark. Uh, and I had to go back and listen to it, and I thought, you know, he's right. I didn't think of that, but it is, it's kind of a, a dark album, and I have no idea why, because he was surprised, because um, I I'm supposedly have this pretty good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Just so you don't come off as a dark guy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not goth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, only black you've got on is your socks. So. <laughs> right. I do. I mean, I Jen's way more goth than yeah. you tonight. I was going to wear black today, but I didn't want anybody to think, God, that guy's really goth. You know? <laughs> uh, That's immediately what I would have thought. It's not your image, right? No, it's not my image. Uh, so, uh, I, like I say, I think a lot of my songs cross over between folk, uh, country, uh, and and uh, rock, I think, cool. for the most part, and blues. Mm-hmm. So you were surprised when you listened back and, and kind of heard, you know, took it into a different perspective of once your friend said this album's kind of dark. Did you, you didn't, you weren't feeling that when you were writing it? Well, I, I knew the songs were, I knew the songs were kind of sad, but, you know, I, a friend of mine once said, I, I said, you know, I write a lot of sad songs. And he said, it's because it, they're the easiest songs to write. Yeah. Because the, the sadness is what sticks with us and what, what's, what stays with us and stays in our mind and our hearts. And that's, it's easier for that to come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew that, but I hadn't really thought of the album itself as being dark. Mm-hmm. But then when I went back to listen to it, I thought, yeah, it is. And the, the neat thing about it is his comment... And my listening to that prompted me to really try to work on writing some songs that were kind of more fun, that were more lighthearted, uh, uh, more um, sacrilegious, if you will, uh, uh, just kind of some more fun songs. So, so it, it helped me to, to, to uh, rethink what I was doing and, and not get too far down in that hole that I was apparently digging. (laughs) (laughs) But it is valuable to have songs that you identify with when you're going through rough times or, you know, I heard something recently that the way we grow is through pain and through love. And so, you know, when we are going through the painful times or painful moments and, and we have music there that helps kind of, um, you know, just either a song that we identify with or a song to comfort us. Um, it just, it goes a long way. So, um, I think that's wonderful as an artist that you're able to express that and write from that place. It does. And I, and I think I, I write a lot of my songs are are written from something that touches me, Mm -hmm. whether it, 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 whether it's something I've personally experienced or whether I've watched a friend or a, a family member experience it, uh, it just, it, that's, that's where it comes from. And, uh, uh, you, for me, 
those kind of those kind of experiences hit me, I think, a little bit harder and deeper than those joyous times. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, being happy is its own reward mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, and uh, uh, I don't feel the need to put that down into music as often. Although I do write a lot of love songs, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, that's a whole different story we'll talk about later. But, <laughs> but I do write a lot of love songs, but I don't feel the need to write about every time I had a really good time at a party or every time I did this or that. But I have worked on making that happen, and I have written some of those lately. And uh, they're fun, too, so they're a fun experience. I, I think I think this makes a lot of sense to me because um, we actually know each other a little bit through uh, the open mic circuits. Yes. Yes. Um, and I've seen you perform. I've also seen you perform like your own full sets. And whenever you perform, you're in a completely different space than you are when you write, I think. Oh, or, I, agree. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you can you can get back into the song as you're playing it. But when people see you on stage, I mean, you know, you're, you're kind of as you are now. You have banter. You know, you're kind of lighthearted. You know, you're connecting with the audience. I think you're you're Thank really you. good on stage. And so whenever people think about that as you, as your persona, it can be surprising whenever, since you are writing as it comes to you from the heart, you know, those moments aren't going to happen when you're on stage. That's whenever you're, you know, tucked away in, in your house and the curtains are drawn. And so that album is kind of like us getting to see behind all that in a, in a way. Yeah, I, I think that's true. The, the, the friend that said something to me about my music being dark is a, is a, is a close friend that I've worked with and, and been personal friends with for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And, and he knows that funny side of me that that uh, uh, light-hearted side of me and and I, I i think he knew the other side but but i think he was surprised that the fun stuff didn't come out more because mm-hmm. i can be uh, um, i don't know why i can't think of any word but sacrilegious and that's not the right word but it's <laughs> the only one that'll come to me right now jovial no no it's it's some <laughs> some other weird word that'll come to me later and i'll tell you what it is then but but i think that was his that was the whole thing with him is that that i know this side of you and i expected to see that in the music mm-hmm. and i didn't see that in your music mm-hmm. and it surprised me right and i think he also said it i, I think he was saying it kind of disappointed me that i didn't see that and I thought, well, he's right. He, you deserve to see some of that. No, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's an added dimension. I think. I mean, yeah. that stuff excites me personally. Yeah. Whenever you see more out of a person through their art than you can get through thirty years of knowing someone, yeah. you know, yeah. um, that's good. Yeah, and it is an excellent album. I still listen to it all the well, thank time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll sign it for you. Well, sometimes darkness. <laughs> sometimes darkness can bring discomfort too, yeah. you know, which is not a bad thing. I mean, sometimes that's what our music and art is about, right? Is moving people into different feelings and yeah. emotions. And I mean, part of writing and creating is also processing what's going on in ourselves, but also around us. And so, um, I think I, I would agree with Evan. I, I wouldn't say that that would be a disappointment to me either of just being able to see that side of you. And it, it does add different dimensions. Um, so I think that's really interesting, Fred. Well, it's fun. I hope to do another album, uh, sometime within next year or so. And, uh, uh, there will be some of that other kind of music in it too and uh, uh, so it won't be all just uh, dread and fear and 
and sadness. A bit more of a mix. It'll be it'll, it'll be definitely more of a mix. Okay. That's and I good. think part of that is I'm in a little bit better place now than I was yeah. probably when I did the first one too. So. Mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Will you be playing some of those songs on Saturday? Uh, I will be playing some of those songs on Saturday. I'll be yes. playing some of the fun songs on Saturday, and I'll also be playing some of the uh, the uh, uh, more serious, sadder songs. And uh, I don't know whether I'll do the uh, uh, the uh, the Alzheimer's song or not because that's really a that's really a tough song. I, that's I, my favorite. I had an experience of, 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 of I got asked to play at an Alzheimer's center mm-hmm. um, by someone who who had a parent there. And I agreed to do that, and uh, it blew me away. It was the, uh, in in some funny ways, and in some very very serious ways. And then it wasn't long after that that a, a family member of ours, uh, their their father, uh, uh, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And those two things I think drew me to to write that song. And it was a very sad song, but um, the the experience playing with the Alzheimer's was was really really fun although it really hit you deeply but it was it was uh, they're fun people they were which cool. i also think that the alzheimer's walk is also this weekend right that's true downtown oh uh, that is right true before i should be playing my song well, for them. So. <laughs> so yes so you can go walk and then come to Bricktown. that's right that's uh, right yeah absolutely well isn't there there's a documentary out or something along the lines that talks about how music is such is so therapeutic for Alzheimer's patients and how um, people can come alive when they hear old music and songs and come into a whole different yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. Experience. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. a, it's a short documentary, I think, called Alive Inside. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yes, uh, that's it. It was at Dead Center a couple of years ago I saw it, and it's it's all about that. <clears throat> it's excellent, excellent documentary. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would the, the, My one regret with that song is that I haven't been able to actually uh, use it and 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 give it to that kind of context to where, in some kind of uh, uh, say a, uh, the walk this weekend, there's there's uh, all sorts of fundraisers for that, and I think that would be a nice song to add to that because mm-hmm. um, uh, it's it's I th- I think it's I agree with you, Jess. I think it's a good song, and I don't can't say that about all my songs, <laughs> especially the old ones. It's it's. Uh, Every song I write is the best song I've ever written. Do you have that experience? <laughs> Sometimes. Until until about two or three months down the road. Oh, yeah. And I think, no. oh, well, that song wasn't really that yeah. good. I, I do know that really, experience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was really good when I wrote it. But that's a song that I've always thought was really, really good. Yeah. But it's also one of those... Uh, it's one of those special songs that I think you have to have the, the right audience to want to hear that because it's a hard song when you think about it. It's it a is. hard song. But it's a song that, yeah. like you said, really touches you deeply. And when yeah. you understand it, it's it blows you away and it really has a lasting effect on somebody. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So. That's what I wish all my music did. Mm-hmm. So this is a song we've been talking a lot about now. And I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it today. I'm so sorry. I could have done it if she'd have said it. Well, Well, that's another song that I was had. I played a show the other night at, at, uh, uh, or the other afternoon at Bison Witches, and a friend of mine showed up who who has my album, and he said, please do songwriters. And I said, 
I haven't sung that song because you're the only person I know that likes it. And so I never sang it, so I can't remember it, you know. But he loved it. He thought it was a great song, but nobody else ever seemed to think it was very good. Do you need me to start going down the line of I guess I need to sing all those again. I guess so, yeah. I like this one. I like that one. Yeah. Well, Fred, do you travel at all with your music, or do you stay close to home? I, I pretty much stay close to home, although I... I uh, uh, Sometimes you travel. I've been playing... Yeah. I've played some in Taos for the last couple of years. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, we we started going to Taos on vacation, and I hooked up into an open mic down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then from there, I, I ended up playing uh, the Taos Inn, which is kind of... For Taos itself is kind of the music place. And uh, so now I go back on vacations because I love Taos, but I also love it that I can say and I can put on Facebook I'm playing in Taos. And everybody, that's so cool. Yeah. So so I've been able to do that, but I haven't played, I don't play much around any place else, but I would love to. I mean, it's uh, for me, it's an issue of, of time. It's not an issue of time, it's an issue of energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to devote to that and and to try to go out different places and I just haven't really devoted much time to that and but I'd love to I I, I think about it and think gosh it'd be fun to maybe play in Texas or play in you know faraway places and exotic places like Okarchi you know places like that so <laughs> yeah Tahlequah <laughs> you know. but I haven't but I have but I don't do much of that it's pretty much around here Oklahoma City Norman. Guthrie occasionally. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of real quick on a sidebar, Evan, are you doing a, an upcoming Oklahoma tour in all the small oh, towns of Oklahoma? Oh, man. You saw that. <laughs> I did. Of course um, I saw that. <laughs> so there was, a, there was an article online that um, one of the common threads here, Brad Fielder, had shared. And it was like, allegedly, these were the 10 most quote unquote white trash cities in Oklahoma. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, they said cities, not towns. So they, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming there's a population minimum because there were some people leaving comments like, you haven't been to, like, Pocola or something. But, yeah, I just took a snapshot of those top ten, and I put it on Instagram and Facebook, and I said, I'm – I'm going to go on a white trash tour and I'm just going to play each of these 10, 10 cities and make a whole thing out of it. That was a joke. Oh, okay. Cause I thought you were going to play this whole tour. I was um, like, that's brilliant. That's so, I, I could, go it would be interesting, but I don't think I would be well received in any of those towns. Yeah. It's well, possible. Not your fault. You weren't the one that wrote that article. Sure. And I wouldn't call it the, I wouldn't call it a white trash like that's a bit offensive <laughs> if if you're proud of your hometown. So right. that's not I, super PC. I probably would have called it like I I had an idea. I would call it the Okie Dokie tour. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's perfect. I like that Okie Dokie. Yeah, and I would just like hit those towns, and they would never know that I pulled it from a right. derogatory list. <laughs> Unless they're listening now. Yeah, I was. Very, <laughs> yeah. I was very surprised at that list. I thought, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them, I think. Uh, uh, I can't even remember what number one was. Enid was number two. Enid was number two. I remember two. that. Uh, really? Tahlequah was in there, yeah, I think. I think, oh. I think Shawnee really was even in Shawnee there. Shawnee was in there. Guyman was in uh, there. It's just very I like odd. Yeah. I think Durant, so maybe. Durant was definitely in <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> you guys, I mean, this might be a whole tour. I mean, yeah, Brad, it could be. We could go on tour together. We could. We could go on, and we could call it some. We could call it the White Trash Tour. <laughs> I think probably people people there would would probably laugh at that. They probably Maybe just would. Make it they would embrace it. Yeah. That way, they don't know what it means. It's just WT. WT tour. The WT tour. We could get hats. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, make Oklahoma white trash again. Uh, Fred, you're so lovely to talk to. I feel like we could just sit and Seriously, chat all night. Yeah. I mean, really, I feel like we're sitting around a campfire, you know, having a few well, thank you. beers, and which well, we don't fun. actually today. Yeah. We usually do. Yeah, have how come? Some that's, I was concerned about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding up my beer as we speak for all you listeners. Well, we always meet at Bunker before, and sometimes we are sponsored. So if anybody wants to sponsor us, Beer-wise, then send them on over. That's a really good idea. Bunker should sponsor us since oh, we since we mentioned their name. That's right. right. We yeah. mentioned them quite a bit. Which so. is by by the way a very cool bar. I've never been there. It's a neat little place. Yeah, yeah. it's it great. Is. It's a great little dive. Uh, shout outs to Smoke Free Bars in Oklahoma City. Well, absolutely, mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And shout outs to uh, dive bars. Yeah. As well. Yes. As well. Yes. <laughs> well, Fred, where can people find you online? Well, I uh, I have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some of my music on Reverb Nation. Mm-hmm. It's some of that sad stuff off my album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm on Facebook, and I have... I have two Facebook pages. I have just my regular Facebook page, and I have a Facebook page that's called uh, Singer Songwriter. I would not recommend anybody go there because I can't figure out how to operate that page. And it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very confusing to me, and uh, I get notices on it that say things like, Someone hovered over your page today. You ever get those? No, I tagged you. Oh, okay. Well, it was her. She hovered over my page I today. I hovered over my page. I, I tag him that. all the time in Live Music on well, the Canal. Like, you need to go see this. And yeah, then I tag his name. My, my intent was that I should put all of my music stuff on one page. And that way people could look at it. And because I tend to be kind of political. I don't mean to be, but I am. So my Facebook page itself, which ends up being everything so one day i'm cussing out this guy or that guy or this person and then the next day i'm posting music and saying won't you listen to it i know you hate what i said yesterday (laughs) so it got real confusing and but i thought well if i just had my own page so i set it up but it it's an awful page, as far as I can tell. I can't figure out how to make it yeah. a pretty page. A, a lot of modern technology yeah. tends to depend on intuition. I have I think. Uh, and it's it's a technology hard technology is not always our friend. Yeah, yeah. Like if if you if you think slightly different than how it thinks you think, <laughs> then then you're not going to. You just make can't it work. get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so that page is kind of bad. But you can go to Reverbmation. Here's some of my stuff. Check my Facebook page out. I'm always posting there where I'm playing, what I'm doing next, and I post stuff about other people that I think are are interesting. Uh, I don't know near as much as Jarvix does about music, and I don't act like I do. But when I see somebody I like or hear somebody I like, I try to say something about them. And and uh, there's some pretty spectacular music out there in all genres, all. And it's amazing to me. Absolutely. So. We agree. We agree with that. For sure. Well, tell us the two songs that you're going to perform for us this evening. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I have a I like I brought twenty just in case you guys wanted to do a marathon, <laughs> uh, and I thought, well, I'll do just whatever they think I should do. But I can do a, uh, I can if I'm going to do a couple, I I can do one called uh, that I just wrote uh, 
uh, called The Collector, nice. uh, which I think is... Um, we love exclusives. I love that mm-hmm. song. Uh, and uh, uh, Susan is not real... Cr- Susan, by the way, is my significant other. And if you guys will look really hard through the radio, you can see her sitting out here. She's um, very lovely. Uh, she's not crazy about it, although she's the reason I wrote it, because it, it started out as kind of a joke and actually ended up being kind of a kind of a i think a really good song um a friend told me the other night that it was the best one of the best murder songs he'd heard lately <laughs> <laughs> so. much and, love yeah. much love and, inspired and, by yeah. susan and, and, and perhaps that's the reason she didn't like it i don't know <laughs> and then the other song if we have the time the other song that i could do is i, I have a choice i could do a, a a love song a sad love song or i could do something called hookers and cocaine Ooh. That you might enjoy. Well, um, my goodness, there's so many options. Yeah, so I'm going for hookers and cocaine. So I yeah. recall I can, that being I a crowd favorite. Yeah. yeah, I can certainly do that. Yeah, yeah we'll a, take that. This it's is one an of my favorites podcast, too. So yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> William, if you're at home, don't be listening to mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Earmuff all the children out there. <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds. Well, it might be. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> so. Well, we can't wait to hear them. Well, good. Thank you. I'm be excited to play them for you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast Thank you. tonight. Thank you. And Jessica, it's a pleasure to see you again. Good to see you all. So great to hear about all of your work and endeavors. We can't wait to hear more. Thank and you. And hear more from Fred. And Evan, I'm so glad that you were here tonight. Yeah. Abel had to take off. He, he has a sick wife. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So That's we'll, bad. We'll, I know. It's not, it's not fun when, you know, and then when you're in a family, you just pass things around. So hopefully. Yeah, and his anniversary sure. is tomorrow. Yes. Abel has so an anniversary tomorrow. what a great time tomorrow. to be sick. Well, maybe she'll be better tomorrow. Yes. Hopefully. We're hoping yeah. that the Blakely family feels well tomorrow on Carrie and Abel's anniversary, sending lots of yeah. love. And maybe she's playing the sick card for a good gift. You never know. <laughs> Ooh, that's an idea. Yeah. That's quite the strategy. <laughs> Watch out, Don't honey. remember that. <laughs> well, thank you guys again. And you can find Grounded Sounds on Facebook at Grounded Sounds OK and Twitter and Instagram just at Grand Grounded Sounds. And thanks again to our guests. Thanks so much, Evan. Mm-hmm. And up next is Fred Hill. Okay, this first song I was going to do is uh, Hookers and Cocaine. This is one we talked about earlier, and everybody seemed to vote for that one, so we'll try this one. Well, I bought a lottery ticket down at the gas station. Gal asked me if I knew the odds I was making. I said I expect I know the slim to none Oh, but wouldn't winning be fun Well, dang, if my numbers didn't turn up just right I hooped and hollered and I stayed up all night Well, the dreams I had were all gonna come true I buy a Cadillac, maybe two I bought a house with a five-car garage Two swimming pools and a mountain hunting lodge Well, then I guess I went slightly insane Cause I spent the rest on hookers and cocaine Spent it all on hookers and cocaine My life was never gonna be the same 
All the cow world, I'm gonna make it rain, I'm gonna make it rain. I'll spend it all on hookers and cocaine. Well, the house is full of relatives I didn't know. Money ran out, they all seemed to go. Well, the bank took the house, cars, and everything. Cause I'd spend it all on hookers and cocaine. Well, the money ran out and I needed some more. Take care of my habit of cocaine and horse. So with my finger I pretended I had a gun. And I robbed that station I bought that ticket from. probably guess that didn't turn out real well. Well, the judge asked me to stand before the bench, tell him where all that money went. Well, I couldn't think of a single wise word to say, cause I'd spend it all on hookers and cocaine. Spend it all on hookers and cocaine. For a while I really made it rain My life was never gonna be the same Cause I spent it all on hookers and cocaine Well the judge said son You're gonna do some time Cause the way you've acted It's a real crime You've got no one but yourself to blame Cause you spent it all on hookers and cocaine You spent it all on hookers and cocaine Your life ain't ever gonna be the same, son But you got no one but yourself to blame Cause you spent it all on hookers and cocaine I spent it all on hookers and cocaine my life wasn't ever gonna be the same Had no one but myself to blame But I might do it again Spend it all on hookers and cocaine Hookers and cocaine Yeah, thank you, thank you This next one is a... Uh, uh, the other song we talked about, I just I just wrote uh, a couple of weeks ago, been working on it. So if I screw it up, just to say, I ah, well, it's new. He doesn't know it. So it's called uh, the uh, the collector. Seaver's been gone 
30 years they say Old John Seavers would have killed his wife Did it with a kitchen knife The judge gave him 20 years to life You let the devil out of the bottle You'll have debt you owe to others Cast to be settled A reckoning to be made When you let the devil out of the bottle When Mary Jones was a mean, mean woman, they said She'd lie, steal, and rob with the worst of them One day Mary saw the light But she just couldn't set it right Hung herself with a rope one dreadful night You let the devil out of the bottle You'll have debt you owe to others Accounts to be settled Price to be paid now For letting the devil out of the bottle So if evil is within you Tells you what to do Something hurts many Or even a few Just think of what you're gonna say When the collector shows up that day You just can't stand up Turn the other way You let the devil Out of the bottle You'll have debt you owe To others Accounts to be set A reckoning to be made when you let the devil out of the bottle There's accounts to be settled Reckoning to be made You let the devil out of the bottle
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.